Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Cryptic Lane Podcast. My name is Dominic. And my name is Gavin. In this podcast, we talk about everything weird, creepy, scary, and disturbing from our world and beyond. And in this episode, we are going to be talking about Robert the Doll. All right, and we're back in the stew, feeling nice, having an actual stew this time. <laughs> yeah, an Not actual just, studio, uh, actual microphone. Actual microphones. Actual headphones. Actual headphones. Actual audio setup. <laughs> Right. We can actually see ourselves. Yeah, exactly. We have a monitor right over there. Um, Some soundproofing. Exactly. So this is hopefully a lot better quality for you guys. I know it is for us. And uh, a little change of pace from what we were doing there. Yeah. A little bit more serious now. Um, I, I personally like the way it looks, but... Uh, yeah, all right. Yeah, much so, better. Yeah. Uh, we still only have a little bit of work to do mm-hmm. on Just the background and such. But obviously, but in the works. Yes. So uh, let's talk about that last episode, huh? <laughs> Where we talked about our scary, god awful, gross stories, in which I got chills probably forty times during the recording of that. Um, I shared some of my stories. You shared some of your stories, and uh, <laughs> we only got more interested <laughs> and more scared <laughs> because um, yeah, we're I back. Feel like uh, that episode could have ran on forever if we just oh, kept going. One hundred Thinking and thinking and thinking exactly. of that. And hey, who knows? Part two. Perhaps. If something happens between that episode and now, <laughs> you're going to hear about it. Don't worry. <laughs> but uh, that's not the focus of today. The focus of today is Robert the Doll. Yeah. Arguably the most terrifying piece of cloth and <laughs> stuffing on the earth. He was actually filled with, like, hay. Actually. Oh, jeez. Something you won't find at your local Build-A-Bear. No. Um, so, interesting backstory. If, uh, if you'd like to talk about his, his upbringing as if uh, he's a real yeah, person. I'll, uh, I'll talk about it a yeah. little bit. So he was given to Eugene Robert Otto. We're going to call him Gene for short right. when he was a child. He was Robert the doll. He was named Robert by Gene, probably just because of his middle name. Muscle. He was given to Gene by his parents' servant. And he immediately became very attached to this doll. They formed a friendship that lasted uh, Gene's entire life and arguably in his afterlife. Oh, God. It's already <laughs> terrible. It's already bad. Like, it's already something that, like... So, ugh. soon after he got the doll, strange things immediately started to happen. One example for from when Gene was 10 years old, it was the middle of the night, and he woke up to Robert sitting at the end of his bed just staring at him. And... Justifiably, he screamed and called for his mother, and his mother was awoken by the sound of furniture going around his room, just like the sound of furniture being moved around. And when she got to his door to check on him, she could not open the door. (laughs) This is terrible. (laughs) So when she was able to pry the door open eventually, Robert was still at the end of the bed, staring, and his room was, like, in shambles. Oh, my God. And the only words Gene could mutter out where Robert did it, all the while he's laying in a fetal position on his bed. It's so terrible. It's so terrible. Yeah, it is. It's all parties involved. <laughs> was this the worst possible outcome? Uh, oh, man. But despite that, Gene still had an attachment to Robert. Yeah, well, got... I think most people would want to get rid of it. <laughs> Dropkick that thing off the roof. Are you kidding me? Gene kept it around. Basically, literally for the rest of his life. Mm-hmm. So, Robert was reported to 
show like human characteristics. They would hear him laughing. He's been reported to change facial expression, reported to actually run up and down the stairs. <laughs> and um, he would talk to Gene. His parents reported that Gene would be talking to himself, I quote, and the responses he would get would be in a completely different voice. So, Oh, my God, that's terrible. Uh, really wasn't talking to himself, talking to whatever Robert Entity, is. Entity, yeah. Something uh, something strikes me a little off about this Robert fella. Yeah, <laughs> someone I tells know. me he's maybe not – he's a little bit of a bad apple because uh, apparently they would also find Gene's toys mutilated and destroyed in Gene's room, which is not good. Not good. <laughs> not uh, good. You need to put insurance. Yeah, State Farm just – because he's ripping through toys. Guess an idea I'd be getting is Robert actually liked Gene, mm-hmm. but he was jealous of everybody else. That was taking like his attention away. I mean, anything that's going to be keeping time away from Robert, Robert's going to be like, you know what? I'm not feeling this, man. I'm getting rid of it. Yeah. So So Gene kept the doll forever. And uh, he eventually grew up, moved out, got a life. And eventually, his parents passed away, and he inherited inherited the house. And Robert was still there. It's chilling. So he decided to give Robert his own, or he locked Robert in the attic, actually. Gave mm-hmm. him his own little room in the attic. And uh, by this time, Gene had a wife named Anne. <laughs> Could you imagine falling in love with this guy, marrying him, and him being like, also, <laughs> I forgot one little detail. Uh, yeah, he has to be here. <laughs> yeah, he he's a part of our family. He's a murderous doll. It's <laughs> I can't. It's just not something you leave out. It's kind of a big turnoff, I would think. <laughs> not only is it a turnoff, it's like an immediate red flag. It's like um, like just I I want I want you to I want you to put yourself in this Ann chick's shoes for a second. You're going out with this girl, right? She's super cool. <laughs> Love everything about her. You just, you guys get together, you get married. Let's say you even have a kid, right? Mm-hmm. You move in together. <laughs> She's like, oh, by the way, um, I have this doll that I need to keep here or else like, I mean, it's different for something that's like, like there are reports of like adults having blankets mm-hmm. until, like, until they're, you know, in their mid thirties, up to forties. It's just a little different for this guy because blankets don't, like, stare at you. <laughs> I think Robert was out of the picture for a while. He mu- Yeah, he must have been. Because he was in the house still. Right, exactly. And so let's say shedding Robert probably made it a lot easier for this guy to, to find a significant <laughs> other when in, you know, in terms of if he was just carrying that thing around with him 24-7. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> Gene's wife, Anne would get uneasy feelings about Robert, like, immediately mm-hmm. when she knew about it. And uh, so Robert stayed locked in the attic, though. Gene didn't seem to cave in or anything. But there was another room on, I guess, the floor lower than the attic that had a window. <laughs> and, again, the same things would happen when he was a child. They would hear laughing. They would hear, hear like, pacing back and forth. Running. And then like the children in the neighborhood would... Re- uh, I guess they would see Robert in the window and they would think Robert was mocking them and he would actually like, I guess, follow him with his eyes, like look at them as they're crossing the street. And, uh, Gene found out about this. So 
you know, Robert being locked in the attic, he didn't think it was possible exactly. for Robert to be in that room. But he unlocked the door to that room and found Robert rocking in a chair oh by the God. window. Dude, why? At this point, what is the the emotional value of keeping this thing around? <laughs> it's like, this is only causing me mental and emotional turmoil. <laughs> Let's give it here. He must have been, like, under some sort of, like, influence or spell or some sort of, like, possessive power that this thing had. I mean... We can. I think we can both agree that nobody in their right mind would keep this thing around for longer than like fifteen minutes at a time. But uh, yeah, well, my guess is that Robert was actually good to Gene, but not to everything else that was taken away. Is but then again, he destroyed. I don't know. There's a lot of, especially at this point in um, Gene's adulthood, there's a lot of contradicting information. Because mm-hmm. it some say that um, when. And seeing Robert for the first time, she died, like, right after. Really? Yeah. That's what some people say. Okay. And then... And then it all... But then the, I believe the other side's like... Some people think... Uh, it seemed like, from what I was reading, that Gene actually died first. Okay. But... And then some people say that Gene spent many hours of the day in the room with Robert just painting. Jesus. Any one of those is abhorrently terrifying. Yes. So so after this is all said and done, after Gene's had his bout with with uh, Robert, um, a new family moves in. Yeah, after Gene's dead. Gene's gone. Gene's Gene's out of the picture. Robert's got a new <laughs> Robert's got a new buddy in town, right? So um he left Robert in the house. So Robert has a basic monopoly over anybody's soul in this freaking house. So he leaves Robert at the house and a new family moves in and they have a 10 year old daughter. Now we know now that Robert is his first experiences and his first kind of storyline start with a child. Mm-hmm. So we talked about that in the last episode. Children's energies are much more pure and they can be manipulated in ways and they can be shown things. So <laughs> Robert starts messing with this little girl, right? Yeah. She wakes up screaming, just like Jean did. She reacts in the same way <laughs> and ends up getting rid of him. But before that, uh, she said that every time she would wake up screaming, he it was that he was moving. So he was moving around. So he, he didn't necessarily, like, I guess he didn't go at all out with her, I guess. But I, he didn't really have the opportunity to, seeing as, you know, like we said, she got rid of him. Yeah, they got rid of him, like, right after. Right after all that stuff happened. And the thing is, at first she was happy, like, ooh, free doll. I exactly, guess. right? But then free doll turns into killer maniac on the loose thing that's going to... I don't. I can't comprehend, and I can't explain enough with English language, how terrified I am of this thing. Like, right before we started filming, <laughs> I literally was, like, moving stuff around, and I'm, I just... Ah, oh, chills. We literally had problems with the camera before we started mm-hmm. and that's that's going to come into play later when we talk about uh and the thing is oh. they gave robert away instead of just throwing it out which, which is, i don't know yeah. why you just not throw it Incinerator. out but it's uh he's managed to make his way back to a museum yeah, and he is still terrorizing people <laughs> to this day yep <laughs> reportedly so oh, he's in a glass case and he i'm not sure because in all the accounts of Robert, it's just Robert, but there is, like, this weird, like, plush thing that 
sits on his lap. I'm mm-hmm. not sure what that is. No one mm-hmm. really talks about it. Yeah, it wasn't really detailed in the in uh, the pictures. You can see it, of course, but um, he uh, he's still doing the same things. They he's, hear him laugh. They hear see his expression change. Which yep. I'd like to see what Robert looked like when he was like brand new, because right now it's like dilapidated, all, yeah, all faded out. He's currently reciting at the uh, the old East Martello Fort. Which obviously everyone knows that's just like the Four Seasons, for uh, <laughs> apparently for murderous, crazy, scary dolls. Mm-hmm. But that's and that's in Key West as well, right? Yeah, Key the, West, yeah, Florida. Yeah, Key West, Florida. So he hasn't made his rounds yet, which is probably pretty good because if he ever came around here, I'd probably have to hunt him down and cower in fear if I actually got to him. <laughs> you know. So he, people who take pictures of Robert have reported bad luck after taking pictures of him. One experience I read about is they took a picture of him, and then, like, their flights got delayed, all sorts of crazy things. Oh, like, out of the blue, kind of just... Yeah. So... I hate that. One of the rules with Robert is you have to be polite to him, like, ask him permission and stuff like that. And usually, even after all that, he is surrounded by letters that people apologize to him with. Because, like I said, the bad luck... They feel like they have to apologize to him, so they send letters back. Dude. And again, if you look at the picture, all those letters by him are the letters of people apologizing to Robert. <laughs> Imagine you're just on a trip with your family. And, and I feel like it's funny because I feel like there's got to be a few letters in there from people who are at first skeptics, right? People yeah, who or like didn't, didn't think anything of it. Exactly. Like thought it was a joke. Ooh, exactly. Funny and, doll. They, and then mess around with it, and then it's like, Whoops. And then, <laughs> then you get that bad luck. Exactly. And then it's like, oh. Whoops. It's like a dad on a flight is like, I bet it's because of that damn doll. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's just, you know, it's scary because at first, if you just go up to somebody and be like, haunted doll, they're going to be like, oh, come on. But then you give them all this information. Annabelle. Literally, Annabelle is one of the most, like, you know, the closest. Obviously, there is a real Annabelle doll. Yeah, but it looks nothing like it did in the movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a Raggedy Ann doll. It's a Raggedy Ann. There's actually a movie about Robert where they, he looks like Annabelle. They did the same oh, thing. Oh, really? Yeah. But, I mean, you got to kind of do that for cinematography purposes, I guess, in terms of just I getting don't know. people to watch like, it. The real Annabelle isn't scary, but I feel mm. like the real Robert's kind of creepy. It, it could be made very, very creepy. Like, uh, I don't know if you've seen uh, the horror movie The Boy. Yeah. That's another thing where, you know, that doll isn't inherently creepy. It's not inherently made to look scary. Like Annabelle, you can tell it looks like she's been dragged through, just you know, road hard, left out wet. Like it's like it's that's not it's not something where you can just be like, oh, you know, that looks nice. But like the boy, it just looks like a, a regular human boy. The boy was actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen the second one. I heard the second one's terrible. Oh, I I didn't even know there was a second one. I'll have to yeah, watch that. I guess they took everything that made the first one good and got, got rid right. of it. <laughs> oh, so. like, uh, yeah, the, all the. Well, because they actually had, like, A-list actors playing, like, but that's that's funny, though. All right. That should segue us to our little break here. Yeah, and then we'll be uh, right back. Yep. We've returned. Yes. We've, we were under siege by Robert. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Robert had entered the studio. <laughs> <laughs> everything was knocked over. We had to pick everything up. All right, so... I guess I have one question to ask you. I guess I have two questions to ask you. Most importantly, do you think this is all real? And secondly, 
<laughs> would you go see him? <laughs> like a conjugal visit? I'll start with question two first. I okay. think I'd definitely go see him. For sure. Follow okay. all the precautions. Be polite. Write Wear a mask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Robert actually has a mask on. <laughs> <laughs> Did they actually? For... I don't know. Oh. Be... Wouldn't put it past him. But so you would see Robert. You'd you'd go. You'd sit down. Put the phones up to your ear. Conjugal visit. Yeah, hundred percent. I'd go see him. You oh, you go see. Okay, I might. <laughs> I don't know. I think, in terms of bad luck, I've been having really good luck recently. So maybe if I go see him, it'll just kind of even it out. I think I would go see him more, not to be like, hey, how's it going? But also to be like, just like look at him. You yeah, know what I mean? That's what I'm thinking. Just kind of like. I mean, he might like you. Right, right. We could be friends. And then he attaches and then all my things are just ripped to shreds because they're taking. Oh, God. But I think. What you're looking at in terms of visiting him, seeing him, saying, you know, hey, how's it going, man? Or, like, talking to him, kind of just experiencing him. I think I, I think I would. Yeah, like, I, obviously I wouldn't make a trip just to see him. But, like, if, if, it was if on I was the way, there, then. Exactly. If it was on the way, I'd be like, hey. I mean, who knows? Maybe, you know, when we're all big and famous and our podcast has 7 billion listeners monthly, we can interview him. Yeah. We just put him, like, right in front of him. <laughs> Because we'll inevitably be rich by then, and we'll just be have you know sure mics and just yeah be like hey how's it going man he'll just be like because he's gonna change his facial expression but so I guess that segues into do you think he's believable do you think this is an a legitimate story uh, that's kind of a hard one like it's, obviously yeah. I'm like skeptical of things I don't believe everything I see it just. From the time period, I guess. It was a long time ago, and I find it hard to believe that that was all completely made up. Right. There's got to be some sort of element that makes it, like, decently believable before it turns into something that's just... You know, things are becoming a lot more passable. You can just be like, oh, that's not true. That's not fake news. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's not true. That's not true. That's not... Like, if somebody came on, and, like, on the news and was like, you know, aliens have bombed Kennedy Space Station. Now you see it, you're like, oh, there's no way. If there was a video, maybe, maybe, like I say, but like, mm -hmm. like we're like 1600 witch trials. Like that guy just pulled a rabbit out of his ear. Like, <laughs> oh my god! Like everybody's going crazy. Everybody's burning everything. It's like, it's believability is going way, way down because of all the technology we have. Yeah, that's. I mean, but like I said, you know, like you said back then, I think it's a little bit more believable. I'm going to look into, like, other things, I guess, similar. Like, let's say The Conjuring, for example. Mm -hmm. That whole universe and the Amityville, Amityville horror yeah. stuff, that's all that's all fake. Mm -hmm. Because basically what happened with that is whoever got killed or whoever killed someone, the lawyer is like, we can capitalize off of this. Yep. Um, say it's haunted and let's make money. Yeah, exactly. I, cause, yeah, because The Conjuring goes uh, Ed and Lorraine Warren. Like, that's their, like, follows them. And they have that whole museum of... Wait, did you say that The Conjuring is fake? Or the Amityville Horror? That's in the same universe. Is it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the same thing. Oh, because... Like, I'm, like, 90% sure that's, like, the same. Oh, really? Because I thought the Amityville Horror, the guy, like, killed his family. Yeah, I think The Conjuring takes place, like, after that. Like, in the house or something. Oh, maybe. Yeah, I'm not sure. All I know for the for the Conjuring, like, universe, like... um, What is it? The uh, Valak... The, the nun like that's supposed to be a somewhat true story and then the 
there's a, a uh, I used to watch a lot of Ed and Lorraine Warren stuff like that couple that went around and like because she's supposed to be the clairvoyant and he's supposed to be like the one who's like demonology and stuff like that. I'm not I don't know if they take place in the same universe, but I'll I'll have to look into what, that. But the Annabelle. Yeah. No. Yeah. So the Annabelle yeah. is the thing that they like they did their huge thing on. Yeah. That's in the same thing as The Conjuring. That's in the yeah. same universe. I don't think it's in the same universe as Amityville Horror, though. Because Amityville Horror, it's a different house. One second. Yeah, <laughs> because, but, but, you know, when you're looking at, in, you know, I don't know if you've seen, like, any of the new Conjuring movies or anything like that, or, like, uh, Annabelle, Annabelle 2, or Annabelle Comes Home or whatever. It's a bunch of different instances of, you know, Annabelle's story. And I think... Annabelle is so widespread, but at the same time, she has a lot more stories. Like, you had the two families with Robert, but you only had... Yeah, so, quick interjection here. Right. The Conjuring is based on the Amityville horror story. It is. Yeah, it is. Okay. Jeez, I did not know that. See, that's strange because... Well, I mean, I guess that kind of throws out the first Conjuring movie, but there's still The Conjuring 2, which is the... Do you believe any of the stuff in, like, The Conjuring series? No, cause after the first one, they went, like, way downhill. Yeah, I see. Yeah, I don't know. I watched a documentary. There's a documentary on like a discovery about Ed and Lorraine Warren, the couple that did the stuff, and there was a few different things that um, I guess were believable. I mean, everybody is entitled to their own kind of. But I think personally, I think personally that there might have been a some legitimacy, but but like you said, everything is overthrown now. There, nobody has a real story anymore. Everything is so obnoxious, and I think that's really like a. Again, we bring it back to that 15-year-old white girl, Tiffany. Like, obnoxious reactions to not weird stuff that's not that weird. Like, and then taking something that is that weird is kind of hard, harder to believe. But, yeah. But that's just a whole other topic of, like, believability. The thing about Robert is that I don't think, I don't think it, like, really caught on. Like, right. Like, the Amityville horror stuff did like, exactly. It wasn't like Robert still now is kind of not really that well known. Exactly, like he's he's becoming more well known, but it's not something like you kind of said where it's it's like not that it's anime. not like an Annabelle exactly. or anything like that. So, and I don't get there was nothing about them profiting in all the research. Right, there's nothing about like the family profiting mm-hmm. from that or anything like that. So I'm not I'm not really sure. That's true. I think <sighs> I think. If if Robert if Robert's story had became like become really really big in like the eighties, mm-hmm. it would have been everywhere. It would have been because pop culture was so like fragrant and so like just big in the eighties. There would have been T-shirts made. There would have been like hats. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now it's kind of just like it's kind of past that time. It was it was too too far before like because in the early nineteen hundreds, it's not like people are gonna be wearing T-shirts of a doll's face on it. Now you see people wearing like the thing, Stanley mm-hmm. Kubrick's the thing. Another thing, I guess, that would add to the validity of Robert mm-hmm. is that there were, like, third parties involved. Like, the children who just walked past the house exactly, and stuff like that. Or the guests that would come into the home and say that they saw the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like, getting s- this many people wrapped up in something like this, like, that kind of adds to that validity of maybe it is real. You know what I mean? It's yeah. not like it's just, like, one person saying this happened because like we kind of mentioned in the last episode having a group like that uh the story that we had in from the viewer Mm -hmm. that group really adds to that validity because you're it's going to be much harder to convince you know so many more people to 
I guess. <laughs> so many more people to just, yeah, go along with the story. Because yeah. there's got to be some guy, right? That's just running for everybody. <laughs> but I think it would be interesting to, like, set up an arrangement with uh, with Robert. Yeah, it'd be definitely something to look at. Right. It's just uh, the facial expressions is what gets me. I, I guess. Because he doesn't really have a face. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, maybe when he was... I mean, you'd have to see it in real life because there's obviously, like, definition. but Exactly. Like, movement, especially, like, creases and lines mm-hmm. in your face when you do make those movements. I think uh, we should we should set up a Zoom call with <laughs> Robert. Just place a MacBook in front of Robert, and he's just going to sit there. But, again, that's scary. What if the MacBook camera breaks? Which is apparently what happens. I mean... Yeah, I think we forgot to mention that, but people do report when they try to take pictures of them, their cameras will stop working until yep. they leave the museum. Yep, and ours, we literally started talking to him, and the exposure on the camera was, like, completely off, even though we had just used it. That was very weird. It was <laughs> quite strange. No, I literally went over there. I'm like, okay, let's set the, uh, let's, let's get ready to record. Let's get ready to film. And <laughs> it was, like, completely dark on my side and, like, a little bit of light on his. And that really really scares me <laughs> personally that really really adds to this kind of like it just adds to the believability of it but then again when you're in a heightened emotional state and everything's setting you off yeah, that's another thing like another thing about it like when people believe something so much or they hear about something so much like subconsciously exactly you're gonna you're looking for something so that plays another role into it because yeah. Somewhere starts a rumor, okay, this thing's haunted, right? <laughs> right. And then everybody's, like, looking for something to happen. They want it to happen. And, like, I talked about that last time, like, with people who are, again, bringing up that concept of 15-year-old white girl Tiffany, bringing up that concept of going into something, wanting it to happen, wanting it to be believable, getting a tarot reading, wanting the cards to make sense, wanting your horoscope to... Horoscopes is a whole <laughs> other issue. But wanting something to be believable but to me it's just like these first time guests coming over somebody's house being like hey what is going on i didn't know you had two sons or something what is that upstairs yeah just you know but it's like that that's what adds it to you know because you go into something not expecting something like that and then it happens that's and then you hear about it you know it's not like you know (laughs) you're not gonna greet your guests guests at the door and be like hey welcome in we have a haunted doll in this house you might hear some running upstairs it's, I imagine it being more like, you know, <laughs> what is that above us? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Which is another, a whole other, but I guess believability for me, it, the 1900s is old enough for it to be believable, but it's not, you know, immediately passable for me because of the emotional state at that time. Yeah. Like if it was like a ghost story in the 1600s, I'd be like, no, there's no way. But if it, since it's like a time where there was actually places being developed, and it was kind of just becoming more, you know, urban, I guess that's that's where I can kind of it's a perfect storm for me personally. But yeah, another thing you'd think there'd be like more from Gene himself too, but he never seemed really bothered by the doll. Like obviously there was that account of mm-hmm. the doll terrorizing his room and stuff, but he also talked to the doll right like it was like I, I feel like he became so comfortable around it It was just another thing it was like you and i like it was just like oh you know this is a person you just don't think into it too much you don't read into it but 
And I, th- I I can imagine people got angry at him for not meant like for not calling out what Robert was doing or not, you know. Well, he probably never seen it as something weird, so he probably never brought it up a whole exactly. bunch. Exactly. And like another thing, like I can think about <laughs> to try to like in a skeptic way, like maybe he was like schizophrenic or something. That's another thing. That's another huge thing. Or split personality or right. something. And 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 a lot of those things back then they weren't, you know, they weren't reported. Well, they were reported, but they were just called, you're crazy. Yeah. Like, like I mean, mental institutions all the way up to like the 1950s and 60s, if you have, if you had ADHD, you're just, you're insane. You know, you're crazy. And I think, you know, it was, it was something like, you know, the, if you look at the stress levels and the anxiety levels of like high school students in 2020 compared to the, you know, people in the asylums in the 1950s, it's comparable. But I think... You know, that brings up a really good point. I guess to me, though, it doesn't bring up the point of the other people being able to you know, vouch for it. Yeah. But you also said when it's believable and when you want to believe it, you're going to hear things. And like the thing, like, okay, so hearing things, I can get how, like, okay, it could just be one person running around on all fours upstairs. That could sound like two sets of feet. And oh, then, like, he was, oh, yeah. Like, crawling sense. around. And yeah. then, I guess talking wise people maybe he could do voices right like there's tons of people that can make voices that sound completely unlike their own yeah like when i do that breathing in thing where i'm like Mm. yeah that's another one i mean that's not completely different but i I completely understand what you're saying but that is and that's and that brings up an even scarier story of a man who thinks that this is a real thing you know what i mean Mm -hmm. i think that that's just not only is it scary but it's also very, very sad because I can't imagine that he had a lot of friends. But then, like, he still functioned, though. Exactly. Obviously. He, I mean, he got out and he, had, he must have had a job. He got married. You know, he had personable skills. And you'd think, like, okay, if it was Robert that, um, or, like, you'd think if it was just a voice in his head, it would follow him around. Mm-hmm. But when Robert was gone, when he was locked in the house, it didn't bother him. Exactly. And maybe, you know, kind of writing off of that piggybacking off of that mental illness it's what if (laughs) what if you know when robert wasn't around it was because he was being distracted by something else daily work finding love you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so he's his mind didn't have time to comment his mind didn't have time to like badger into him this is what i'm here so or it's just a really scary possessed doll because the servant you know, yeah. she might have. I mean, if you're a servant, I don't think you're gonna like being a servant. Exactly. It's like that's like that's like being, you know, the sidekick to a superhero that you hate, and then him just being like, "Oh, make me this costume." Like, you're gonna make it look as stupid as humanly possible, but still <laughs> possible for permissible for he can. But. That was another big theory: is that people think the servant either did not like the family and used uh, voodoo or black magic mm-hmm. on the yeah. doll. Yeah. So. Which I also I also think that's a very very believable. I mean, you hear about this stuff all the time, mm-hmm. like like even in the witch trials for like uh, what's that book we read freshman year? Oh, oh uh, the Salem witch trials. Yeah, whatever it's called. Whatever the book was. They the real story is that like you know the 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 servant or the slave did all that to you know the family or whatever, but it's just. That, to me, is, like, the most believable. And it's funny because it's also kind of crazy. Voodoo, mm-hmm. I mean, black magic. 
I 100% think that there are ways to harness spirituality and especially energies and just make them bad, man. <laughs> like, make them real bad. Like, I, I started learning Latin over the summer. And not not enough to where I can be like have conversational Latin, but at the same time, nobody's had conversational Latin in like two thousand years. But I think you know, in 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 general, I think when you are looking at Latin, that's such a pure language. Mm-hmm. It's where every it's dead. Yeah, it's a dead language. And so I was reading into it, and it's when it's talking about like incarnations and like um, when you're looking at summoning things. I completely believe that, whether it be an actual demon rising from your ground, the ground, I don't know. But I think when you're looking at like demonic possessions or some kind of energy, I it's 100% possible to me that she just added something in, you know, mm-hmm. add some sort of energy because you can harness. I believe you can harness your rage and your like revenge. If you want revenge on somebody, you can 100% like take that energy and put it towards something. Now, do I think I can like, oh, I'm going to make this book angry. <laughs> like, I don't think I can do that. I think you understand what I'm saying. Though. Yeah. Like there's tons of cases like life or death scenario you're you go into like a different state like when people like lift cars to save someone and stuff like that yep fight or flight who says that doesn't work for like other emotions exactly and and now i don't know how believable it could be that she got so angry that she manifested this demonic presence but but... again (laughs) i mean there's so much unknown that we don't know what to do let's just ask robert (laughs) I was going to say, you'd think there'd be, like, more cases, but, I mean, there is more cases right. of haunted objects, so we just don't know. Right, exactly. And I think the people that are going to be going and taking pictures with them, there's a lot of idiots, a lot of a-holes out there that are going to be like, oh, and then, like you said, like, flights getting canceled and, like, you know, people getting hit by buses. No, I don't know if it's that extreme, but, like, it's, and, and maybe in all of it, it's a lesson. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, don't, just don't be in idiot <laughs> but all right i think that'll lead us into our next break here yeah all right well uh we'll see you on the flip side all right and we're back so just back to the topic we were talking about about i guess how somebody could like create a force mm-hmm. and another thing like the voodoo or black magic i'm just thinking I wonder where their servant was from, because that really isn't a thing, like, in America, I guess. It's right. more of like a... I know it was definitely, like, an an, uh, an African individual that was that was probably either, you know, brought here that kind of went from maybe slavery, because it's not, it's not far after. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? A lot of them went to a kind of dedicated servitude where it was still still technically being, being paid, even though it was like, we'll give you a place to live. Yeah. But... I can't, there's got to be something. It can't just be like, I'm mad at this family. It's got to be, I'm mad at the world. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm mad at the cards that I've been dealt. That's not a good card to be dealt. Serving somebody for your entire life. And and who knows, there might have been a good relationship at times, but still, you are always going to envy the person that you are serving. Mm-hmm. That's just a given. You can't be like, I'm so happy my life is being given to these people and I don't get to live it for myself. So I can kind of understand, <laughs> but it's crazy. I, I guess if you had human nature, if you had, you know, access to something like that, if you had access to something you knew was going to get somebody in the end, and you had this much rage towards not only somebody but the world, you would use it. That's you know what I mean. Yeah, the only thing that kind of gets me 
is that it doesn't bother Gene too much. Right. You'd think if you're really trying to hurt someone, the immediate way to do that, the best way to do that is to take their kid. Well, think about this, right? Gene didn't do anything to the server servant. Mm-hmm. The parents did everything to the servant. So Gene, it is more than likely, and it is told in many cases, that Gene and you know the dedicated servant probably didn't have a bad relationship. Yeah. That's that I think that's you see that a lot, right? There are many cases like that. Exactly. The parents on the other hand, it was bothering the parents. You know, it was interrupting when they had guests over. It was taking away, you know, trying to keep his attention. Mm-hmm. So maybe, you know, think about this, right? The servant it took away the only thing that the servant loved, which was life. Like life itself, you know, the servant's own life was kind of stripped from them. And so wouldn't you want to take away, not necessarily to kill the child, but wouldn't you want to take away the thing that they probably cherish the most, which is their child and their mm-hmm. child's attention and the, the times that they make with their child? I mean, every parent, a majority of parents, <laughs> like their favorite thing is the time that they get to spend with their child. Yeah. And I think that that's really truly the story of revenge, truer revenge, not necessarily killing you know the child, but mm-hmm. because the child didn't necessarily do anything wrong, it's just a medium evil, you know, keeping you know, third parties out of it, but kind of a direct rivalry. If that makes any sense. I, yeah, it you know, makes I hope sense. Was... I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, it's believable, but not at the same time. Because yeah. you, you'd think, okay, well, we'd see this more. Exactly. Like, something like this, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, but then again, servants aren't around anymore. It was a quite a short spurt. I mean, after the Emancipation Pro- Proclamation, and, you know, when you're looking at Something that did kind of go into servitude. Like, we don't have servants anymore. It's illegal. I'm just saying, <laughs> like, in general, when people right. get mad, yeah, you would think, you'd think there'd be more. Right, exactly. And I think, I think more of what we see now is, like, not necessarily people who are angry mad, but people who are mad, <laughs> like, insane, who are just killing people. Um, but, again, it is one of those special cases. And I think maybe something this extreme could only be channeled in a situation that desperate. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But at the same time, the servant didn't just get to leave because I guess, I guess making the best of a bad situation or, you know, in all reality, making the worst of a bad situation Mm -hmm. is just, you know, the servant trying to get some sort of (laughs) revenge, some sort of relief, I guess. And it's, it's like I said, it's sad. It's terrifying. But digging deep, you find a lot more possibilities. You find a lot more kind of heartbreak, a lot more loss of life, and a lot more kind of, I guess, deep-seated issues instead of, ah, scary doll. You know what I mean? It's more like, oh, this, 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 and this, instead of just being like, if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I guess I wouldn't like to see anything like this ever again, (laughs) personally. But, you know. I personally think that Robert is very much alive um, and very much terrorizing the crap out of some really poor people, man. But Yeah, it'd be definitely interesting to see because just sometimes, like, you can get those feelings, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Oh, like, exactly. this is a bad situation. So it'd be interesting to see how you, like, feel in his presence. Mm-hmm. To see just kind of how... See if you can feel any of those emotions that we said were invoked. Rage, you know. Mm-hmm. 
But uh, stuff like that lasts. So, <coughs> excuse me. Stuff like that <laughs> lasts quite a long time. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, you gotta think he's still around hundreds of hundred of years or so. Right. I mean, still doing things. Clearly, people that, are still bothered by it. Exactly. And maybe again, maybe it's not even like its own emotion, but it's just or not. Maybe it's not like its own person, but it's just its own emotion. And rage is the emotion, or revenge is the emotion. And when you attach yourself onto something like that, I guess. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I said, attention is the biggest thing here. Taking the child's attention away from anything that's going to make the parents happy. <laughs> I can't imagine the parents were rooting for this doll. Being like, no. But the thing is, like, they never got rid of it. That's the thing. Or they, I think it doesn't seem like there was an attempt to either. Yeah, that's true. I guess we can't really know about the attempts because if you think about it, if they tried to get rid of that doll, Eugene would have screamed bloody murder he probably would have been like no 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 and that might have been a side effect of like you know what was you know what happened i guess but it's there's just so much i think we just need to go see him i think we just need to get on a flight or or we could drive we just go sit down with them ask him a few questions like the thing that makes this story believable also makes it not believable at the same time because there's a lack of information like there's a lack of like i guess information like there's accounts but like it's not as documented as, like, let's say Annabelle, for example. So we don't really know the full story. We have, story. like, an idea. Exactly. But we don't really know. It's just like the Bible. It says as much as it doesn't, you know? Mm-hmm. It, may, it's, it doesn't say as much as it, you know. And that's where it's your turn <laughs> to write the story. It's your turn to look into it and think, what is this all about? Yeah. And I think uh, that's what we're doing. And I like it. I like it a lot because it makes you think doesn't tell you how to think it just makes you think you know mm-hmm. i think that's the most important with every single instance and everything we talk about it's thinking for yourself mm-hmm. and we encourage everyone listening and everyone watching dig dig you know what i mean mm-hmm. find something and this isn't this isn't just a lesson for like horror or cryptids or creatures or anything like that this is this is a life lesson man like dig find you know no, figure it out for yourself. Exactly. That's basically don't, it. Don't let us tell you. We love telling you all this stuff, right? We love telling each other. We love being like, hey, you know, but dig dig yourself. Find something. We also encourage you to type in the comments if you want to hear about anything. Um, if you want us to talk about something in, you know specific or if you even want to enter a story, we'd love to talk about something like that. But I think, uh, you know, having people just kind of listening, encouraging people to think for themselves is a big thing. Yeah. So. Because, like, everything's open to interpretation. Always. I feel like a problem now, just in general, is just people take one side. Oh. That's it. Yep. And if you don't agree with it, you're like, wrong. I'm all for having an opinion. Don't exactly. get me wrong. But it's also good to listen to others' opinions and then 100%. do your research, actually. <laughs> but Guys, Twitter is has all the news I need. Everything that I need to know about anything is on Twitter. I just look up hashtag whatever I need to look up, and then all that information is right there. From see the first trending tweet, and then credible sources, guys. But seriously, think about you know, your word is as good as ours. Your word is as good as anybody else's. Look, get scared. Get scared (laughs) is such a good. We need to get a banner right here that just says "Get scared." Get comfortable being uncomfortable. Exactly. It's the only way you grow. Exactly. Don't let don't take it from your two life coaches. <laughs> take, it, take it from yourself. But I think this was a, a very interesting topic, and I think we uncovered a lot that uh, wouldn't have been otherwise. Yeah, like clearly it was about Robert, but as always, it leads into more. Just... As always, 
And I think uh, that's really important. Regardless, though, I'd like to tie it back. This thing's terrifying. <laughs> I hate it with every fiber in my body. Every cell in my body just refutes the fact that this is alive. And I think we should... Honestly, I'd love to visit it. I'd love to kind of, you know, make my peace with this thing. But until then... Yeah, he's not really in a close, no, he's close like, range no, at all. It's not like I should be like, oh, I'm going to see Robert today. It's like, <laughs> mm. But uh, I think, you know, we're just going to keep doing what we're doing. I think it's working. So yeah. do you have anything else you'd like to say about the uh, the matter? Um, not really, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Just, uh, you know, Robert, uh, it's like lots of things. It's like an idea in a way. Mm-hmm. It just things like that are so open to yeah, interpretation. They are and just, and I think you know what we're looking at in terms of scarability. Yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> but also in terms of like lessons, like just uh, you know, it's a very it's a very heartfelt story. But when you kind of just look at it for face value, it's like, yeah, this is the most terrifying thing I've <laughs> ever seen. But you know, I think uh, that's our job right now is to uncover, dig a little deeper then at face value and find what what lies beneath yeah do your own research exactly so all right well i think it's time to bid farewell yeah the viewers and the listeners at home so thank you for watching thank you for listening um i've been dominic and i've been gavin and uh we'll see you in the next episode bye-bye